Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor coming alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. This is episode 64, and today I want to talk to you about being above reproach. We're going through the series on the qualifications of an overseer, and we're just marching right along, and that's where we are. So let's pray, and let's dive right in. Lord, we need your help and wisdom as we think about being above reproach, and we need to rightly understand what that means in our own lives and in the lives of the men that are called into ministry around us. As our churches are looking and praying and wanting to affirm new men into being elders, help us to know what to be looking for. And so equip us. Thank you for the pastors that are listening. Help us to be challenged by this and continue just to refresh us and to challenge us to be the men you're calling us to be. I trust God that you're going to help. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, now I said I was going to get right in, but first I've got a few announcements for you that I want you to be made aware of. I did the exact same ones last week, and so if you didn't listen to last week's episode, then uh, this, this will be new information for you. But if you haven't yet, go check out the October giveaway. We are giving away nine books from Canon Press. Canon Press is a publisher out in Moscow, Idaho, and they put out a lot of good material. We have six books by Douglas Wilson. We have a book by his daughter, Rebecca Merkel, another book by his other daughter, Rachel Jankovic, and then a book by Toby Sumter. These are phenomenal books. You should go sign up immediately and try to get this uh, giveaway. Next month, I'm going to be doing a giveaway with uh, some B&H academic stuff, and uh, in the coming months, I'm going to try to get more and more giveaways for you. But uh, this month, October month, is the Canon Press giveaway. Secondly, check out the intensive. If you have a second, go to theshepherdscrook.co backslash intensive, and you can look at the information for May 5th through the 7th of 2020. And we have been blessed, fortunately, and, and very excited about this, but we've been blessed with 10 full scholarships to go to the intensive. And so if you've been thinking about it as you hear me talking about it, uh, why don't you just email me, message me if cost is an issue. The cost is $175, but if that's an issue for you, well then, you can get one of these scholarships and all you'll have to pay for is your just travel to get there. And you'll have to buy a tent if you don't have one. And so go check that out if you would. Another neat thing that's happening is the Shepherd's Crook for Wives. In the coming months, you're going to be seeing some changes on the website. Riley Voth, the... Uh, the man we're in partnership with, with the Honor God Network and with the Majesty's Men, is doing great work on my website, and he's been just phenomenal. If you need a web guy, by the way, and somebody to build your website, contact Riley. But Riley's been doing some work on the back end, and we're going to be introducing some new updates to the site on the Shepherd's Crook for Wives, and we're going to include our articles, and then we're also going to include a tab for the Fruitful and Fearless podcast, which if you haven't checked out yet, my wife Jordan is doing this with her friend Lexi Silvey, and they do a really good job doing a podcast for women, but specifically for pastors' wives. And there's three episodes up, and a new episode comes out each Wednesday. You'll make, make sure and want to check those out. Okay, now to First Timothy chapter 3. Here's what it says. Therefore, an overseer must be above reproach. Above reproach. What does it mean to be above reproach? Okay, I was sitting in a, a men's group, I don't know, 15 years ago, and I remember the self-proclaimed man that wanted to be a pastor 
and nobody, he claimed to be a pastor of a church, but he was at this men's group because nobody was at his church. And he was talking about these qualifications and how nobody actually meets these qualifications, that no man actually meets the qualifications in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and Titus chapter 1. It was interesting that his kids were all wayward. He had one daughter that was loving Jesus, but then his sons were wayward, and his wife hated him, and their family was just in complete chaos. And he obviously did not meet the qualifications of 1 Timothy 3. But he was there telling us, proclaiming to us, that nobody meets these qualifications. And I've heard this before also. Uh, you know, if you think you meet the qualifications of 1 Timothy 3, well, then you're just blind and you're pride. You're prideful. And I think that's erroneous. I think that's completely wrong. Because they're there for a reason. And Paul, when he instructed Titus in Crete to uh, establish elders, he, give, he gave these qualifications fully expecting that he was going to find men on the island of Crete on the communities in the island of Crete that meet these qualifications. And when Paul said these, gave these qualifications to Timothy, he was fully expectant that he would find in the church at Ephesus men that met these qualifications and then put them in the role of, of overseer in the local church. And I think it's very true today that we should be finding men who are above reproach in the local church that meet these qualifications. So what does it mean to be above reproach? Well, clearly it doesn't mean perfect. It doesn't mean somebody who doesn't need Jesus doesn't mean somebody who's attained perfect righteousness or something like that. Um, and there is a difficulty in self-assessment as you're thinking about yourself and wondering, okay, my above reproach, um, because other other people can see things in your life that you can't see. As you're self-assessing, you understand the pride in your own heart, and other people can't see those internal sins that that are inside of you that you see, but you can't see what other people see, things like humility. You know, humility is this awkward deal where it's recognized on the outside by other people in you, but not accepted by you, because we know the pride that just lingers in our heart. But self-assessment can be so difficult because we just don't know, we don't know what other people are seeing, and we're not living for other people. But if you just ask the question, do I meet these qualifications, um, I think you should be, in the difficult work of self-assessment, you should be able to say, yes, by the grace of God, others have affirmed that I meet these qualifications, and as I read them, I think by God's grace, I do meet these. And that's not arrogant, that's not prideful, but it is difficult to do that work of self-assessment. But above reproach means that you should be above the accusations of other people when they hear that you're an elder and when they hear your name. That there is no public sin that's gone unrepented of or patterns of sin that have gone unrepented of that would disqualify you from being a man who is above accusation. Okay, when I was a Sunday, when I was in Sunday school growing up, I had a teacher that I really respected and he ended up being an elder now. He's an elder and I, I really respected this man but one of the things that was so confusing to me is when I started working at a lumberyard, when I moved back after college, I started working at this lumberyard, and, and people were floating around names and, you know, construction workers talk, and so we're, I'm loading in two-by-fours in the back of a truck, and somehow this guy's name got brought up, and they said that nobody wants to do business with this man but he never, because he never pays them. And I remember thinking, wait a minute, this is the same man that I so respected growing up and that taught my Sunday school. And now in the world, I find out that he's a man that's not respected. And then I found out from a few other people the same thing, is that people didn't like him. They didn't want to work with him because he was not a responsible businessman. And that was frustrating. And that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. 
a man who's above reproach doesn't have lives that are separate. He doesn't have his church life where he's respected and honored and loved, where he's humble and caring with people and, you know, this man who's a godly man and then this other pockets of their life where they can just do their business dealings and it doesn't really matter if they bring integrity to it or not. A man who is above reproach is in all areas of his life, consistent. He's the same man wherever he goes. He's the same man at home. He's the same man at church. He's the same man at work. He's the same man if he's at school. He's the same man everywhere. That's a man who's above reproach. And a man who's above reproach is simply a man who's without accusation. There shouldn't be people when they find out that you're a pastor who think, whoa, that's weird. That guy's a jerk. Or that guy's an idiot or that guy treats women terribly, or that guy's terrible with finances, or that guy's not responsible over his possessions, or that man's family's a wreck. There shouldn't be any of that. They should look to you and say, man, that's a godly man. I want to be like that guy, and I want my sons to be like that guy. And as I look at my local church, the church that I get to serve, Christ Church Carbondale, there are men like that. The elders that I get to serve with are men that I want my sons to learn from. Because they're men who are above reproach. They meet these qualifications. They're men that I want to influence my family. They're men that I could trust if my wife, if I was out of town and my wife needed something, they're men I could trust to say, hey, Hank, hey, Andy, I need you to go over and and help my family. I need you to help my wife. And I wouldn't worry about it because they're men who are above reproach. That's the men that we're called to be. That's the man an elder is. And if an overseer, if a man is not above reproach, then he's not an overseer. He's got some things to work on. Now, the rest of the qualifications, many argue, are just an unpacking of what it means to be above reproach. But first, I wanted to remind you that a man who is above reproach is a humble man. A man who is above reproach is a man who doesn't trust in his above reproachness, if you know what I'm saying. He loves Jesus, and he's dependent upon Jesus, and he knows how desperate he is for the person and work of Jesus. A man who's above reproach is not a man who looks at the cross and says, I need that less because I'm a man of above reproach. We're talking about humility here, folks. And for those who say that nobody can meet these qualifications, and if you think you meet these qualifications, then you're arrogant or big-headed or prideful, that's ridiculous nonsense. It really is. We are scared to death. To in, in, in the Reformed community or if you're in the Lutheran community, we're scared to death to say that somebody's a good man. And when we say good man, we're not talking about a man who who thinks he doesn't need Jesus. A good man is a man who knows he needs Jesus, desperately knows he needs Jesus. And friends, there are good men out there. There are good men that God has raised up who know how desperate they are to meet Jesus. I'm not talking about good in the sense where Jesus says, why do you call me good? I'm not talking about perfectly righteous here. I'm talking about men who know how weak they are, know how desperate they are, and they're men of integrity. And you need to be a man of integrity. If you're called to this work, then there's no area of your life that Jesus doesn't lay claim on. And there's no area of your life, whether you don't feel called to this work, that Jesus that Jesus rule and reign doesn't claim authority over. And so the qualification today we're talking about is, is being a man above reproach. If you're a different person in different settings, stop being a poser. By God's grace, with the help of the Holy Spirit, look to Jesus and be transformed on the inside out in every sphere of life that you walk in. Don't be the kind of guy that I found out about years later who's respected at church and then disrespected in your work. Don't be that kind of guy. Be a man who is above reproach. 
That's who God is calling us to be. And that's the kind of men we want to serve with in our elder teams. We need pluralities of men who are above reproach. And fortunately, I get to serve in a company of men like that. Not many people do, but they're out there. Find them. And for you, the challenge today is to look to Jesus and be that kind of man who is above reproach. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit theshepherdscrook.co. For care and counsel, please call, text, or email to set up a session. You can follow The Shepherd's Crook on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And please consider sharing this episode and leaving a review on iTunes or whatever other podcast platform you use. And let me encourage you to remember Jesus Christ.